Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. And I'm Alex. As always, thank you for downloading, listening, liking, and commenting on our podcast videos. Please subscribe to us on the socials. We are on all social media platforms with our handle at N2E Fantasy. We are also available on all major podcasting platforms by searching N2E Fantasy. Alex, what do we have on today's show? Today's show is our week eight preview for all the matchups coming up this week. So we'll just talk about who we want to start, talk about anyone that we potentially want to avoid, or any potential newsworthy item that we can think of as we go through this. So Jeff, Bymageddon's over. And this week, there's no teams on bye week. So that's a little unusual for this point in the year, but hopefully that means that you guys have plenty of guys to choose from this week. Yeah. And I had to roll up my sleeves because we have 16 matchups to go through this week. But it is by Mageddon Part 1. By Mageddon Part 2. That happens a little bit later in the season where we have six teams on by again in week 13. Really weird because that is the week before the, the last week of the season. And you're trying to vie for those fantasy spots in the postseason. Like Lamar, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, the Vikings, everyone is on by that week. So that's by Mageddon part two. It is coming up soon. Week eight, week 12, no buys. I hate it all. I wish the NFL would switch to something where all the bye weeks went between week six and week 11. And you had to spread it out to spot four to six teams over those five weeks. But that is not something that the NFL is looking to do. Clearly, there are teams in week 14 with Arizona and the Commanders, which that is the last week of the regular season. Basically, this is a big, long thing. If you're looking at that last week and you need a Terry McLaurin or if you need Kyler Murray or anyone like that, start looking for other replacements right now. Um, so we will jump into this by starting off with the Buccaneers and the Bills. In my opinion, I'm starting Josh Allen. Um, I'm starting Mike Evans. I'm starting Stefan Diggs, Chris Godwin, James Cook, and also Dalton Kincaid. And he is now a must start for me moving forward as long as you don't have like a kelsey or an andrews or anyone like that he's a must start for me and in this matchup you can go ahead and give me the bills and i should record a video saying i'm taking the buccaneers but i will not all right i will also take the bills in this one um what about richard white would you start him if desperate he's an if desperate for me i think the bills think trumps a, the bucks here yeah i think he's a decent flex play for this week so He's so the only he might get start. the Kamara treatment from last week on Thursday night where he just gets peppered with targets because they're behind. Yeah, but I agree with everything else you said, and I'm also taking the Bills, so we're both on the same page there. All right, how about the Falcons at the Titans? In this dynamic clash of the Titans, who is going to win this epic matchup between disappointing teams? Jeff, who you got in this one? So who's going to win this matchup is Ryan Tannehill when he is traded from the Tennessee Titans to the Atlanta Falcons at halftime in this game. No, yep. I lie because I don't see quarterbacks getting traded. We've talked offline about how hard it is for a quarterback to learn a new system and learn a new playbook and actually look good, especially in a contract year. Um, that's why very few quarterback trades do actually happen. But in this matchup, I'm starting Algier. I'm starting Henry. I'm starting Hopkins, London, if desperate Kyle Pitts. Bijan, I have no clue what to do. I don't know if this was a one-week 
illness. I don't know if this illness was more than it really was. I We have no idea. The Falcons are just complete mystery when it comes to B. John Robinson at this exact point. Um, so we will see what kind of happens with Bijan throughout the week. We'll also see if there's any punishment for the Falcons for not disclosing the Bijan uh, update. But in this matchup here, give me the Falcons because I don't think Ryan Tannehill will play. And it's just going to be a horrible experiment of, of Willis and Levis, the, the isses. Yeah, I agree 100% with everything that you said. So I'm taking the Falcons as well. I think the Titans lose. I think the Titans continue to sell after this game. So I'm looking to see where Henry and Hopkins and maybe Tannehill in, might get ended up <laughs> might end up being traded too. But that's not a given. I mean, it's not a guarantee that they'll give up on the season. The guy that they did trade is someone who they tried to take a pay cut before the season started. So he was and their opinion the most expendable which doesn't make sense because he's one of the best safeties in the league so i don't know what they're doing uh but they're not a good team and they have no chance at playoffs in my opinion so they might as well sell but i think the falcons are a better team and could use someone like Ryan Tannehill. so it'd be hilarious if that trade happened during the game which it never would but it would be hilarious at halftime he'll go switch locker rooms all of a sudden his ankle will be 100 percent um so we'll move on to the next matchup, which is going to be a very sensitive and sore subject between you and I. We have the Texans at the Panthers. I'm starting Stroud. I'm starting Collins. I'm starting Thielen. If desperate, I'm starting Dell, Pierce, or Sanders. Potentially even Singletary at this point, because we don't know who's going to come out of the bye being the lead back. Singletary showed some things that Pierce wasn't. So we'll see what um, what the coaching staff decides to do there. But I don't, I, I think, that the Panthers start turning around their season here and not in a playoff mode way, but like in a way where they don't get the number one overall pick and then give me the Panthers in this matchup at home coming out of the bye. You went Panthers, huh? Yes, sir. Well, if there's anything we've learned so far, it's that the away team is a team you should bet on. And I am taking the Texans in this one. I think the Texans have more going for them at this point. However, this would be a very Texans thing to do to lose to the Panthers, so it's entirely possible. <laughs> um, I agree that Stroud, Collins, and Thielen are your easy must-starts. Dell, we don't know if he's 100% ready to go. He might play regardless, but he uh, might not be 100%, which, as we can debate, no one's 100%, so there's that. But Dell is a flex play, in my opinion. Pierce, Sanders, um, Singletary, they're all flex plays or desperation position players. Um, so I agree there. And I expect this game to be pretty close. I know the Panthers are uh, not good on the scoreboard right now, but I think these teams are relatively even. So it should be a competitive game. For sure. All right. Well, we will see who gets that one right. That was our first difference of the week. And we are picking our own teams, which is not surprising. But <laughs> as you said, this would be the most Texans thing ever to lose to the Panthers and give the Panthers their first win of the season. I do not expect the Panthers to get the, the number one overall pick to the Bears this year. Um, while anything is possible, I just don't expect it to happen. They're not a team that's going to roll over because there's no reason for them to roll over. If anything, they have a reason to really try hard down the, down the stretch and ruin a few people's, uh, a few teams' seasons. Oh, right. So moving forward to the Jaguars at the Steelers, I'm starting Lawrence. I'm starting Najee. I'm starting ETN. I'm starting Ridley, Kirk, Pickens, and Deontay. So 
all of the wide receivers. I'm starting Evan Ingram, and if desperate, I'm starting Jalen Warren. Um, but in this matchup, and I'll let you give your breakdown after this, but in this matchup, give me the Jaguars with a little bit of extra rest. I think that this is going to be a closer matchup than people think. I agree with a lot of your starts. I would even the tight end there, Ingram. I don't know if he was on your list, but he's someone that you could potentially start as well. Um, everyone else I pretty much agree with. Now, when it comes to who I think is going to win, I don't know. I think I think Pittsburgh's offense is starting to pick it up. I think Deontay being back has certainly helped. And But I think Pittsburgh's defense is much better than Jacksonville's. So I... Actually, Jacksonville's run defense is pretty good, but Pittsburgh is used to not being able to run the ball. So, hmm. I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh this week. I, I don't think Jacksonville is as good as everyone thinks they are. So I am going to go Pittsburgh. Hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I only went Jacksonville because I had a little bit of extra rest. So let's move forward to the Rams at the Cowboys. Should be a really good matchup. Might be a high scoring matchup here. So in that case, I'm starting pretty much everybody. So Stafford, Prescott, Daryl Henderson, Pollard, Cooks, Lamb, Puka, and Cup. Now, if desperate, you can start one of the tight ends, whether it's Ferguson or Higby. Higby is a guy that I have dropped in leagues because he there isn't targets for him with Puka and Cup on the team um, and healthy. But in this matchup here, give me the Cowboys coming off of the bye. Um, it's at home for the Cowboys. They're coming off the bye. They're well-rested. Rams played a tough Steelers defense last week, so they should be worn down a little bit. And uh, for that reason, give me the Cowboys. Pretty much agree. I would just say for me, Brandon Cooks is more of a desperation play than a for sure start. So I don't feel comfortable starting him unless I, I desperately need to put a wide receiver in. Um, so that's really a major difference for me. I think these teams are pretty even in a lot of regards. So it's it's hard for me to pick, but if you know, I have to pick one. So I am going to actually go with the Rams this one, and that's not something I thought I would say before the season started. But I, I think Dallas has a lot of flaws and I, I don't know if they have been able to overcome some of them. And I think that the Rams are a better team than I thought that they were gonna be at this point. And I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Dak, and Dak has proven that he's not good in high-pressure situation or playing against good defenses. So I'm going the Rams. Yeah, and and if the Rams win this game, they could be a team that vies for that last playoff spot. Speaking of that last playoff spot, Minnesota is another team that could vie for that last and seventh seed, and they play the Packers this week in a divisional matchup. And here I'm starting Cousins. I'm starting Aaron Jones, because I do believe another week removed from the injury, I think they'll figure a way to incorporate him better. They did week one. I don't know what happened after that other than the injury. Addison, Hawkinson, Musgrave. If desperate, start a Green Bay wide receiver. I'm probably going to start him in the order of Dobbs, Watson, and then um, Reed. But uh, that's an if desperate section. In this matchup, Jordan Love has not looked good. Kirk Cousins has looked good. It's a one o'clock game, so give me Kirk Cousins in this one on the road. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of similarities in how these two teams compare, but the major difference is quarterback, like you said. So uh, I like Kirk Cousins a lot. I think Minnesota is going to hit this bounce-back swing, and this is a good team to do it against, so I'm going Minnesota. Sweet. So we are in complete agreement on that one, and we can move forward to the next matchup of the Patriots at the Dolphins. 
Um, I'm going to start off this one by saying I'm going to be taking the Dolphins in this one here. And you can start Stevenson from the Patriots. You can start Henry from the Patriots. And then you can always fire up to a must start and Hill and Waddle. Uh, anyone that I'm missing on that? And who do you have in this matchup? I'm going Dolphins. But as I say every week now, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots somehow pull off an upset. But I am still going to stick with the Dolphins. I don't know if I uh, can start Hunter Henry right now. He hasn't done well in a few weeks now. And uh, they might have switched to Kaseki. It's hard to tell. But I, I, I agree with the, uh, the other starts. So I, uh, I'm sticking with that, and I'm sticking with the Dolphins. All right. So that's a quick and easy one, and we're in complete agreement on that matchup. Um, the Dolphins should be able to outscore the Patriots in this one because the Patriots don't do anything in particularly very well. Or at least consistently, so there that should be an advantage. And I think uh, Tua. I don't know if Tua has been defeated by the Patriots since he's been in the NFL. So kind of an interesting stat there that I can double check on in the background here. But as we move on to the Saints at the Colts, I have Kamara as a must start. I have Taylor as a must start going forward because it does look like he's getting enough share of the backfield now where he's could be a stud down the stretch. Um, there were a couple, there was one league where I drafted CMC in the first, Kamara in the fifth, and Taylor somewhere in there as well. And I have CMC, Taylor, and Kamara, and I'm absolutely loving that team. I also have Evans because Evans went super late. So that is an interesting piece of of, of that team. Um, but we can also start Olave, Thomas, Pittman, and Downs. If desperate, you can start Carr and Minshew, the quarterbacks. You can start Jamal Williams. You can start Zach Moss, uh, who I didn't list here on my list. And then Taysom Hill is always like a dart throw tight end. Um, he's that guy that, like, if you're in a bind, just grab him and start him. Uh, he's the cheat code, and it's annoying at times. But in this matchup, I have not really been impressed with the Saints. I was really impressed with the Colts last week, which probably means the Saints are going to win this matchup. But give me the Colts and Minshew here to pull out a close win. I will just add Shahid as well. I think he's someone who's a flex player uh, for you guys or a wide receiver three, wide receiver four type. So just keep that name in mind if you need to. The Colts have been scored upon. So uh, (laughs) anyone on the Saints is a potential player you want to play. I will say, just for you, Jeff, I would start Minshew over Carr if if those are the quarterbacks I had to choose between, even though the Saints defense is better. So just just so you know, I care. It's a pretty big deal. I care. So No, it's a a pretty uh, big deal considering how much money they spent. Yeah. I'm taking the Saints. Going to pick. A lot of away teams, and uh, I think the Saints are still better than the Colts, <laughs> but they they just need to figure their their yips out a little bit. Yeah, I only laugh at you because you know at some point there's going to be regression towards the mean of home teams, and you're going to be fully bought teams. in on the away team. <laughs> I picked some home teams, like I picked I the Steelers and I picked the Dolphins; those are home teams. And I picked the Bills; that's a home team. Yeah. No, I was just giggling because you just said that. I'm going to pick the away team. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's move on to the New York mashup. We have the Jets at the Giants in what looks to be a very low-scoring defensive game full with uh, quarterback mistakes and turnovers. Jeff, 
What do you think of this matchup? All right. So this matchup here, ugh, this is probably not going to be the game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do have two star running backs in Breeze Hall and Saquon Barkley. I'm definitely starting both of them. And I'm doubling down on Breeze Hall being a top 10 running back this year. Said it before the season. Um, started to waver a little bit on it on the Delvin Cook thing, but Delvin Cook does not seem to be a much of a threat to that backfield, which is insane because we definitely thought when he was signed that there would be some threat there. Um, Waller, uh, the baller, I am starting and playing him i'm starting garrett wilson and if desperate i will pick a dart throw giant wide receiver but you shouldn't be that desperate that week with no teams on by i will just say that desperation giants receiver should be jalen hyatt that's just how i okay. feel and i think i think you guys should feel that way too but i can't make you guys do anything like you said dalvin cook has been a nothing burger for uh for the jets and Maybe that would be different if Aaron Rodgers was a quarterback and teams were more threatened by the pass game than what they are. So that's not what they have right now. And I think Hall is explosive, even not at 100%. Um, Waller is definitely a guy that you feel like you have to play every week at, at the tight end position. Um, Wilson at the wide receiver spot, even with a not-so-great quarterback, you feel like you have to play him every week as well. So I agree. I agree with all of these, and uh, I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be fun to watch, but uh, I'm going to go Jets. I'm going to go the Jets as well, and I know you're going to say, we got to pick an away team here, but honestly, this is the home field for both teams. This is really not an away game. This should not count as an away win for a team, but uh, I think the Jets out of a bye. I think they're a much better team. And this is saying something without Aaron Rodgers than the Giants. And that kind of shows you where the Giants are at this point in time. If the Jets lose this one, they're in trouble. Agreed. All right. We have a division rivalry here. The Eagles at the Washington, whatever we're calling them. Maybe that's what their name should be. Whatever. Um, the Washington whatevers. Yep. But done and done. Jeff, who are you starting and who you got in this matchup? All right, so in this matchup, the whatever we call thems, um, I am starting from the whatever you call thems, Robinson. I'm starting McLaurin, Thomas from them. Um, on the Eagles side, I would be starting Hertz, and I would be starting Swift, even though he did not look good running the ball last week. I would start Brown uh, and Devonta Smith and even Dallas Goddard, who I don't have on my list, but I would definitely be starting Goddard in this one. Um, Give me the Eagles in this one, but I do think I do think that this matchup will be a lot closer than we think it will be. Um, it'll be interesting which Sam Howell we see this week. Is it the competitive one, or is it the turnover machine? I don't know. I think the Eagles have a better team. I'm taking the Eagles no matter what. Um, I don't think, that, although there's not a 0% chance Washington wins, I just think the Eagles are just, they're so much better, and it would be hard for me to see them losing this game. But I'm starting Hurts. I'm starting Robinson and Swift, just like you. I am starting A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith, if he plays, he may not play. Um, I'm starting McLaren like you. Maybe Logan Thomas. I'm also starting Curtis Samuel if, he, if he's playing. Because I just think Curtis Samuel, so far, other than last week, has had a very good season. So I would, I would play him too. But I think that also you got to take it with the grain of salt because I think the Eagles defense is really good. That a lot of these Washington players' upside is kind of muted this week. So that said, you still so have to play them. 
So if we rewind really quickly to week four, this game went to overtime in Philadelphia and it was 34-31 victory for the Eagles. So they did play four weeks ago. And in Philly, Philly barely scraped out a win. And this was the game that Ron Rivera was lambasted for not going for two after Washington tied it or, or was extra point away from tying it up in regulation. Instead, let it go to overtime where they did end up losing. Okay, but <clears throat> through the season so far, Philly is fourth in points scored per game. Mm-hmm. They and... scored 34 in that game. And Washington scored 31 in that game on the road. They are number one for rushing yards against mm-hmm. per game on defense. Mm-hmm. They're second in sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 10 spots higher on passing yards against per game. So the defense is much better. Mm-hmm. The offense is much better. So uh, I don't think that you can apply the first game to this game as, as well and as cleanly. But there's, like I said, there's a non 0% chance Washington wins. I just think, yeah, I don't, I don't think Washington I, wins. I just think Washington covers. What's the spread? Is it? I have six, uh, no idea at this point, but uh, it's got on Yahoo. It says six and a half to Philly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a three-point game, like always. Divisional matchup, okay. but I do think the Eagles are the better team. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like I think that the Commanders are going to eke one out here because I don't think that they have it in them. But I think they keep it close. Divisional matchup. These teams know each other quite well. It's very possible. Okay. Could be the last week that uh that the two defensive ends for Washington play together too cuz they are shopping at least one of them as well. All right, let's go to the Cleveland Browns at the Seattle Seahawks. Jeff, will you finally pick Seattle in a game? No, never. Um just kidding. Just kidding. Um so Browns defense had a bad week. But you have to remember they played San Francisco the week before, and usually teams are very beat up after coming out of a game with San Francisco. Um, So I do expect them to get back to their historic defensive ways. So in this matchup, I would be starting Kareem Hunt because there is no one else in the backfield right now. Um, I would be starting Cooper, Lockett, Metcalf, and you can also start Kenneth Walker at this exact point. But you do have to check to see if Metcalf is playing. If Metcalf isn't playing, then you can start JSN or even Bobo. but in this matchup, ooh, I think a lot depends on Deshaun Watson playing or not. Um, he does have a chance to play. There has been no more damage. He's just rebuilding the strength and velocity in his arm. Um, give me the Browns in this one. But I do think it's going to be like a one-point game, to be honest. I, on the other hand, I'm going to go Seattle. So I picked the home team, Jeff. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Seattle is scoring more points per game. Uh, I think that Seattle's defense is getting better as the season goes on. They'll be at home. That's a place where they typically have an advantage. Not every time, but typically. P.J. Walker is probably going to be the quarterback for Cleveland, which doesn't bode well for that offense. Jerome Ford is going to be out. I like Hunt, but I don't think he's as – I don't think his legs are as fresh as they used to be. I'm going Seattle for this one. I think D.K. Metcalf probably plays. If he does, I would start him. But other than that, I agree. Metcalf plays, you play him. Lockett, you might even play JSN as a flex. Wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Bobo's a desperation play. I'm playing Walker. I'm playing Hunt. Um, I'm playing Amari Cooper. I mean, it's going to be a, a, damp, a dampened upside. 
with PJ Walker, but I feel like you have to. And uh, desperation play, I would play more. Would you play more, more? I play more as many more times as I could. Got it, got it. So we're we're split on that one. That's great to know. I mean, that's a good thing, and we can kind of see where either team could win that matchup. Um, we need to start tracking these. I need to know think, how right I am. I think Gino's going to have some trouble against the Browns' defense, um, and he has been struggling a bit this year. So, and the offense has been. I think both both quarterbacks are going to struggle against the defenses. Might take the so. under in this one. Might We've got um, a bird bowl. We've got the Ravens at the Cardinals. <laughs> so you're making me laugh. You're making me crazy, man. All right, <laughs> who you got? You got the Ravens or the Cardinals? Surely you're going to pick the Cardinals. Oh boy, um, this is one of my potential locks of the week. Um, I actually have three of them this week. I'm a little tempted to pick the Ravens as my lock of the week in this matchup because it's an earlier matchup than the other two. Um, uh, but I just I can't do it. I don't like to pick road teams. Uh, but I'm starting Lamar, Flowers, Andrews. Um, I'm gonna start McBride and Brown. If you're desperate, you can start. Demarcado or Michael Wilson, but uh, I think this is the last Joshua Dobbs game, and then we get back to Kyler Murray time. So what you're saying is you're Murray right. is out for eight weeks, and your boy Alex was <laughs> correct, Jeffrey. I mean, if he starts this week, you're gonna die. <laughs> if, if I'm off by one week, I'm still counting it as I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish Giraffe Kings did that. If you're off by one, you still win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there's no uh, money put on it, so I feel like I can do that. If money's put on it, you have to be exact. Absolutely. All right. But anyway, anyone I didn't that I missed talk in that about matchup. this. So I, I just think on paper, Baltimore should be the overwhelming favorite because they are 10th in points scored for games, they are 9th in yards per game. On defense, they're first in points against. They're second in total yards against. Second in passing yards. Ninth in rushing yards. First in sacks. Eighth in interceptions. So I I just think they're overwhelmingly way better than the the Cardinals. And as you can imagine, the Cardinals are all typically in the bottom in most categories. I'm picking Baltimore. It's uh, I would lock it in. I, I would pick it as my lock of the week if I was participating in those contests, Jeff. So. You're killing me, Holmes, because that's kind of what I was, what I was kind of thinking about um, this week and today, because I did lock in my my locks of the week. Because there is one league where you week eight, and then there's like week twelve or thirteen, you have to pick two locks, um, which is kind of crazy, but it's a way to get more teams out quicker. Um, But yeah, I can I completely agree that Baltimore is going to win this game regardless of if I lock them up or not. So. I would start Jackson. I would consider starting Edwards. Definitely start Flowers, Andrews. Hmm. Odell, Odell Beckham is someone I would potentially play if I needed a wide receiver. Starting Brown. Um, uh, desperation play, Wilson. Definitely starting McBride. Definitely starting Team Mercado. Well, I guess desperation mode. Not definitely starting him. But if you had to pick a running back to start from Arizona, Team Mercado. And potentially play Dobbs in a two quarterback team, but that wouldn't I wouldn't prefer it 
Absolutely, absolutely. I wouldn't either, and we can go ahead and not talk about this matchup anymore because this one seems to be a lock of the week. Um, next matchup is might be the game of the week with the 49ers and uh, hosting the Bengals. We would start Burrow Purdy, so we'd start both quarterbacks in this matchup. We would start Chase. We would start Higgins. Um, Higgins is more like borderline for me, but I still don't know how you don't start him if you have him. Um, Ayuk, I don't see Debo playing in this matchup. Uh, so I'm going to start Kittle, CMC, and Mixon in this matchup. So pretty much everybody except for the tight end for and, and wide receiver two for the for the 49ers and tight and and uh, the tight end for the Bengals. Jeez, I don't know if I could see the Niners losing a third matchup in a row. Like this is where this is. I I just don't know if I see them losing a third matchup in a row. So give me the 49ers in this one. But this is a game that the Bengals definitely need. Well, I agree with basically everything you said. So I'm also taking the Niners over the Bengals. I also can't see them losing three in a row and not at home. And I agree with the, the fantasy choices as well. All right. I will let you get kicked off with our, one of our first of our last three matchups, and it's the Chiefs at the Broncos. So I'm picking the Chiefs. Okay. And uh, Fair enough. you know who I'm starting. <clears throat> I'm starting McCaffrey. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Mahomes. <laughs> I should say. Sorry, I was still thinking about the 49ers. Um, and Kelsey. 49ers on the brain. And Pacheco. Starting Williams on the other side. And that's really it. Desperation modes are Sutton, Judy. Um, super desperation mode is Mims. And um, <clears throat> trying to think. Rice or MVS would also be desperation modes for Kansas City. All right. I completely agree with what you're saying in this matchup. I'm getting closer and closer to putting Rice into a lineup. Uh, so that is, and, and like, he's not quite a lock just yet. And there, you probably have better options at this point. But I'm thinking back half of the year, he might be the guy there. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Jav- I don't know what to do with Javante Williams. Like, you might not, you might be in a situation where you're forced to start him, a guy that might get the lion, lion share of the carries. Um, but give me the Chiefs in this one. This could, this does have a potential of being a closer matchup than the matchup that we saw. I think it was either Thursday night or Sunday night. It was a primetime game between these two teams. And the reason for that is it's in Denver, mile high. So I do expect there to be a little bit of exhaustion in this game from the Chiefs. But still give me the All Chiefs. All right. We only have a couple matchups left. And that is the Sunday night and Monday night matchup. So let's start with Sunday night. Bears at Chargers. I assume you're going Bears. Absolutely, absolutely. The Bears are my favorite team. No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, gonna go the Chargers in this matchup. They should play very angry. This is one of my two locks of the week, because I, as I mentioned, I do have to take two locks this week for my pool. This is my first lock of the week. I'm going to go the Chargers. They should play angry in this matchup. Um, and against a backup quarterback for the Bears, who did look good against the Raiders, but we have to consider the source there. Prime time. Um, I'm going to start DJ Moore. I'm going to start a running back from the Bears. Um, I guess the question will be up to you, but Foreman looked good enough to start. But I know you love Roshan. Um, so after I'm done, I'll let you go over which Bears running back that you would like to start. But give me Herbert. Give me Eckler if he's playing. Check the thing. Check the injury reports as they come out. Have a backup plan in place. Starting Keenan, starting Josh Palmer. and 
also uh gerald everett if playing he did leave the game with an injury the other day as well so foreman johnson and who do you have in this one okay pretty much starting everyone that you have said foreman and johnson if johnson's healthy that lowers foreman in my opinion if johnson's still out foreman i think is a rb2 for this week so with both of them it's not a guarantee that Johnson would get the majority of the carries. They probably split, so they probably both be roughly RB3s or flex plays. So you could start either one of them because it's not a given that one of them would dominate. So that's how I'd feel. And then depending on how the how the that game goes, will help us figure out hopefully what the next game after that would be like. So I think Johnson is the better talent, but um, I'm not sure that they're going to lean on him uh, in this matchup. So both of them are startable. Everything else I agree with, um, except for maybe Everett. I don't think he's that startable this week. But um, give me the Chargers in this matchup. They desperately need the win. Excuse me. And the Bears just aren't good. Completely agree. So we can move on to the last matchup of the week, and it's the Raiders at the Lions. And this is my second lock of the week, and I'm going to go the Lions. They're going to play angry this week after what happened last week. Goff is back at home, so you must start Goff. You can start Gibbs. You can start um, Josh Jacobs. You can start Adams. Um, you can start uh, Jacoby Myers, St. Brown. And I do believe Josh Reynolds in this matchup as well as Sam Laporta. Um, tight ends are people too. So I'm going to go the Lions in this one. This one's going to be my lock of the week part two. And obviously, if you have Baltimore still, take them as well. But I think the Chargers and Detroit are as sure of victors as there are this week. And they should play angry after kind of being embarrassed last week. Yep, I 100% agree, and Jerry Goff plays much better at home. They're home this week, so I agree on <clears throat> all standpoints here. And I'm probably going to go the over in this matchup, because I don't know if the Raiders' defense can stop the Lions. I think they could put up a lot of points in this matchup. We shall see. All right, that does it for another episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all for downloading or listening to this episode. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment and share the show. Every little bit helps. You can find us on all podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy and with our handle at N2E Fantasy on all social media platforms. Please give us a follow. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And remember, it's truly never too early for fantasy football. Thank you again. Bye, everybody.